0: Welcome to the KC Kingdom podcast with your hosts, Cole Berry and Brett Strauss, bringing you all the news and notes around Kansas City sports. Cole Berry here with my favorite quarantine buddy, Brett Strauss. Yes. Back after a long hiatus, things have been crazy with, I mean, everyone knows that things are kind of weird right now, but we're trying to get back into a normal flow. Season two of this thing, where uh, we're hitting hard in the off season. We just had the NFL draft. We got some stuff to talk about with the schedule release tonight. So, uh, so it's it's starting to feel like sports are starting to creep their way back into our lives a little bit
1: here. Yeah, finally, it seems like uh, it's been a while since yeah. I've seen any sort of live sports.
0: It, uh, we were just talking kind of off air, and we're just like, there might be a weird time here coming in the fall when all these sports might come together. You said, uh, well, what you named off all the sports.
1: Yeah, like I mean, there could be a weekend. Where we see MLB regular season in October, you know, where we see NBA playoffs maybe, yeah, MLB or uh, NHL playoffs maybe, uh, Masters, football, you know, college, yeah, NFL. Yeah, I mean, it could be.
0: It could be like we could go from no sports to you to <laughs> you a go bounty. Go to Walmart, buy fifty TV screens, yeah, and, and a,
1: just just put them all up.
0: Yeah, and and I and we're gonna do that. Like when the draft happened. I think going in, we were all kind of – there was a bunch of memes and, and jokes like, you know, Belichick's going to hack the thing and, and yeah. and you know, something crazy is going to happen or someone's going to lose connection. But none of that happened. It actually felt kind of like a normal draft minus all the players going up with Cadell yeah. or whatever. And so it kind of felt good to really just get a live sport event in front oh, well, of my face. So
1: I usually – I watch the draft, quote unquote, watch it. Yeah, I kind of tune in and out, whatever. I usually like, oh, it's about time for the Chiefs. Let me tune in. Yeah, because you always watch the first what five, six picks. You're you're kind of more of a football nerd than I am. You probably have watched uh, every pick for every. year. Listen, I'm
0: a football nerd, and I and draft is one of my favorite things. And, and even with me watching the first rounds, kind of because three hours, it's like it's a, so it's long. a grind to watch so all long. these picks. So. Like
1: I I I am. Genuinely interested in every pick, yeah. But you have to wait thirty minutes for each pick, yeah. And so, but I watched it because it has been so long since I've seen anything sports related. <laughs> I'm like, I'm watching this, and I love it somehow, and I'm so bored, but I love it.
0: And see, we we're the kind of the same way. The guys I watch the draft with, we always kind of make a deal out of it. We order a lot of food, and this this year was Buffalo Wild Wings. Because the draft, the first round fell on their BOGO wings. Ooh. And so we ordered like $100 worth of, Or 100 wings. It was, it was great. And so we ordered Buffalo Wild Wings, get some drinks flowing, start watching the first round. Usually what we do is we watch like the first five picks – we usually make fun of whatever the Jets do, and then yeah, whatever. Well, like, because the Jets are always there. Yeah, and exactly. We there's or what David Gettleman does. Yeah, that, those are the kind of guys we kind of laugh at, and then we kind of tune out. We talk about picks how, and then we'll look at the order like, oh, this guy fell, this guy fell. Yeah, Chiefs are coming up. That's right. kind of our. Here we thing. go.
1: It's like the preseason for me. Like, yeah. I'm so excited for that or the Hall of Fame game. Yes. I love the Hall of Fame game. I get you know drinks, food. You watch the first quarter and you're like, ooh.
0: That's all I needed.
1: This, <laughs> I got yeah, it. not as good as I remembered it. But, but it's the first real football. This year as kind of. soon
0: as preseason hits the floor, if it hits. I don't even know if they're going to have a preseason.
1: Yeah. Who knows? Any t- any
0: whenever we get the first live action pad in front of our face, I'm going to eat it up. It's going to be like they could put the XFL versus the AAF on as like the preseason oh game God. and I would make it would be the Super Bowl. I'd if they put the spring games on TV for, for college, college. Yeah. It's going it to be nuts. Me. And that's another, before we get into, you know, give me Kirk Herbstreet
1: <laughs> <a lot> of, <laughs> announcing the Georgia spring game, spring
0: game, uh, before, uh, we get into a bunch of chief stuff, you know, we're going to, there's some scenarios we can talk about just with the NFL in general. And they said, they don't know what's going to happen with college football this year, just because, uh, a college campus is a lot less controlled than what professionals can do because you can't shut down a college campus, and also keep the football program going. They don't right. work that way. NFL can kind of seclude its players, provide that way. So if college doesn't end up playing or, like, delay some, the NFL could potentially, I saw a report, go to, like, Saturday games at some point. Ooh. And so that's going to be If we get, like, Ooh. Monday night, Thursday night, Saturday night, then Sunday football.
1: Ooh, talk dirty to me. Uh, yeah,
0: that's, like, that's prime baseball season where you're getting, you know, you can get as many games as you want in a baseball season. And then we're talking football, you know, just four days a week. So that's another oh. potential thing that could happen. Uh, fanless games is another thing that we, we could be staring down the barrel of, which I don't think anyone cares at this point. You know, no fan in the stadium, we're not going to matter. It's going to be on TV. It's just going to be a weird experience. Well, it's going to be weir-
1: like the sounds are going to be different. Like I was thinking, especially for like NBA, you know, being able to hear everything that they're because they're so oh, close. Yeah. And I think it's it would be very similar with the NFL. You know, you would hear everything that they're saying. No, and no. every pad and every you know cuz you have no outside noise.
0: Yeah, and and I was listening to uh I think it was uh Kevin Clark of the Ranger on the Left Coast show. He made a good point. He's like, "You're going to realize how hard these guys hit because oh, yeah. that's the only sound you're going to hear is just pad smacking. It's like a high collision. Just like average hits are harder than anything we can usually fathom." I I so. did
1: wonder like so this goes back It's been, like, years now. I remember when they were first coming out with, like, the NBA was first coming out with on-court sounds, and I used to be a much bigger NBA fan than I am now. I don't know why. I just used to watch the NBA all the time. And I remember, like, seeing on-court, you know, sounds, and it would go down, and they would have, like, five seconds of live on-court sound, and there would be just swear words and, like, everything, (laughs) and then they'd be like... And that was all for on <laughs> sounds, you know, and they're like, we apologize for, you know, the not safe for work things that yeah. were said or whatever. And so I wondered, you know, because just wait, these to- guys aren't saints out there. They're not going to be it's not going to be work appropriate okay, or so TV you, appropriate. You get those sound bites from the guys that are mic'd
0: up and you know that the mic'd up guys have time to cut out the, oh, the yeah. curse words.
1: Well, and they even bleep the curse yeah, words because they're still curse words
0: imagine in game one which uh we're gonna get into schedule later me and you're actually doing this like right before the schedule release so we can react kind of live to it but it's leaked that the the chiefs are playing the texans week one that's going to be the the Ooh. it looks like that's pretty much confirmed there's been multiple sources obviously it could change but that's what it's looking like just imagine frank clark week one just flapping his jaws at deshaun watson that's gonna be Ooh. awesome that's gonna be that awesome. will be awesome just you can hear everything they should have he like says. a.
1: Ooh, they should have like a TVMA version where they just let it all happen. <laughs> HBO gets streaming exactly. rights to the NFL. Yes, yeah. That's what I'm talking uh, about. Like
0: the Michael Jordan doc, The Last Dance, exactly, unfiltered. I love it. All right, so
1: Ooh. Now so we're, we're talking. Now we're talking NFL. If you need some, if you need some ideas, give us a call. We'll we'll be at <laughs> yeah, home. Yeah, we'll be yeah we'll be at home. You
0: can reach us there. We'll be at home. Literally, whenever. All right, so we're gonna talk schedule coming up. It's uh, about six o'clock right now. We're about to find out the schedule in thirty minutes. Uh, but right now we're gonna take a look around the West. Finally get to do it, you know, first one of the year for the new season at the AFC West teams, and we're gonna kind of rank them after their draft and free agency as a who's the biggest threat to the Chiefs coming up. News and notes from around the West. Yeah. All right. So we're post draft. We're post free agency. The NFL landscape starting to kind of take shape and. I yeah, you know we have a lot of information on the division and just kind of how they were operating. And it looks like just based off mostly the draft, but also some free agency, the the AFC West is trying to get faster and trying to play a little catch up to the Chiefs here.
1: Yeah, big t- I mean, it's so obvious what they're doing. Like, oh, the Chiefs win with fast guys. We're just going to get fast guys too, and it's going to work.
0: Yeah, and hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully they try to copy. And it, there's something to be said that, it's not just fast guys in Kansas City. It's fast guys used right. So, well, I mean,
1: Andy Reid's been doing yeah. the same system forever. And like, it, that's what he's always done. It's his same system. And now he just system. has his guys. It's
0: the same system, but he's also creative with it. Yeah. So... You can't really recreate Andy Reid. You can put all the speed on the field you want, but if you're not the brain of Andy Reid, you're not going to use
1: it like Andy Reid. You know, yeah, you you have to kind of fill your own. Andy Reid has the best quarterback in the league.
0: Yeah, that's all that helps. That also helps. That helps a little bit. So we're going to go through, and we were talking off air to kind of get our rankings. We're going to rank each team based upon threat to the Chiefs right now. So not 2021 or beyond, but just this season. Who we think. Is going to threaten the Chiefs the, the the most, and so we'll start off with the least threatening team. And I said Oakland, and your answer kind of surprised me a little bit. I
1: said L.A.
0: Yeah, which is weird to hear you say. Even it is weird. I wanted to say San, San Diego. Diego. Real quick before we get into any football, those Chargers uniforms are pretty good.
1: I like them. Yeah, yeah. they were definitely the best of the new ones. The new ones, yeah, for sure. Hated the Rams. No, well, maybe. the logo was the logo. Lame. Yeah.
0: The, apparently, the, the uniforms haven't even been released yet for the Rams, I don't think. the Yeah, the, but the, the, the Browns, yeah. they
1: don't look any different. I, I couldn't tell any different. Well,
0: they're, 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 it's the same uniform they had before the new uniforms. So, like, instead of, like, the Browns, the word down the pants now, which is back to what they had before.
1: Oh. The, the Patriots, they're just scrambling because they don't have Tom Brady. <laughs>
0: and then the Bucks didn't scramble because they do have Tom Brady, so they just made better jerseys. and. The, and then
1: Atlanta with the Bobby Boucher, the, or the, not the, the, the okay. other movie. With oh, him.
0: you're thinking of, uh, Longest Yard, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. had the gradient on their <laughs> yes, uniform. Yes. It's like, never Oof. do, never do
1: gradient, boys. I mean, they just got high school uniforms. Those
0: are high school. Uniforms. Yeah, exactly. Those are, uh, Netflix football college uniforms, like,
1: on, yeah, a, on, exactly. a, on a college movie in exactly. Netflix.
0: All right. So you have the Chargers down there at, You know, the worst team to compete against us. Let me
1: tell you why, and it's really simple. I mean, so first off, they have a great roster. They've had a great roster, though, and they haven't been able to win with their great roster, and now they have a a rookie QB. Yes. I mean, here's the thing. QB is the most important position, and I don't think it's close. I don't think anyone would argue it's close on a football team. And so, you know, we'll see, but I I just think it's going to be hard for them to win right now.
0: To your point, um, out of the big three of quarterbacks that were drafted to a Burrow, Herbert, Herbert was probably the least pro ready. And in an offseason that's weird like this, that's probably gonna hurt him the most. So so that makes sense that if, yeah, if Herbert's the star. I just I
1: don't love Herbert. Yeah. I think I think this was his year where everyone was like, We're gonna really see Heisman Justin Herbert. And we yeah, didn't see yeah. it at all.
0: See, I'm looking at the Chargers roster, and I think in Here's where I the reason I disagree is I look at the Chargers and I had the Raiders and the reason I have the Raiders lower is because I also don't like Derek Carr and I like the Chargers roster more. Um, I'm looking at the Chargers roster. They get Derwin James. They get Chris Harris. They got Casey Hayward. Joey Bosa. They make a trade. They send Okung in and they get Trey Turner now at 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 guard. So I'm you know yeah that's up I mean right on the line. Uh, here's
1: what I'm thinking. You know if if. If you're gonna get in a shootout with the Chiefs, which the Chiefs are built this year, yes, more than I mean, they just got rid of Dustin Colquitt, and so which sucks.
0: Yeah, ooh, that hurt. F, we haven't talked about that. F but in the chat, man. Dustin. I miss Dustin's Such a good
1: guy. He's still tweeting, great guy. Go Chiefs. But out there. I mean, you know, everyone kind of made the jokes. Oh, the Chiefs got rid of the punter because they don't plan on punting. That's true. I mean, we're, we we don't really plan on punting, so. AFC West teams are gonna have to outscore the Chiefs. Yeah. Who would you rather have in a in a outscore battle? You know, Derek Carr or the new guy? Derek Carr sucks. I think we both agree that. But I think Derek Carr, you know, Derek Carr did have a good season. You're right. What was he, forty two hundred yards or something? Yeah, I mean, yeah,
0: you're right. And and it's not it's pretty close for me because I'm starting to get a little sick of oh, the Chargers have a stacked roster, but then them underperforming. Exactly. I
1: mean and they had Phillip Rivers who we both agree. He, everyone said he was supposed to have something in the tank. I don't think we've seen anything in the tank. For a couple years For a now. couple years, and so...
0: And so, yeah, you're right, and it's just so weird looking at that roster. We've done this before, and it's like all their good players are not in the t- like category of best players at their position, right? And so we'll reiterate that right now. If you think of the best receivers... You don't put Keenan Allen anywhere near your top no. five. And he's good. No. Keenan Allen's good. Very good. But you, you'll never put him in your top five. Joey Bosa is not a top five. Pass rusher, I mean, his brother came in and had a better year last year yeah. than Joey's had probably in his career so far. And so the only player I'm really looking at the Broncos as top of their position is probably Derwin James. Yeah. Because Derwin's a and monster. And Eckler,
1: very good. Very good, also, yeah. But
0: he's not one of the top nah, running back. He's not, not a McCaffrey here. Yeah. And so Derwin James is a stud. Chris Harris, they add him. He's getting older. I mean, we can't. He's still playing good football, but he's not prime. In his prime, he was probably maybe one of those guys, but now he's falling off a little yeah. bit. Casey Hayward, he, his, they the Chargers fans pound their chest of him being underrated, which is true. He's a really good player, but he's not. Once again, well, and Pat and, and like I
1: said, you know, when it comes down to it, Derwin James is not going to win you a game quarterback position is gonna win and lose you games.
0: Derwin James will win you a series. Quarterback yeah. will win you a game. Yeah. That's kind of how it looks exactly. at right now. So
1: and so, you know, and and to kind of reiterate my point, if you think what what if the Chargers drafted Joe Burrow? Now what? You know, you're like, oh
0: they yeah, might me, see they
1: might be a good team. Yeah. You know, and then you're like, ah, but they didn't. They got Herbert who
0: And that just depends on your opinion of Herbert because we're both not high on him. I think you're lower than I am. I think he's all right. You, I just he could bust, and you
1: know. I, I think, I think Joe Burrow day one, you know, is going to be probably pro ready. Yes, from everything we've, seen. I mean, he had the greatest college football season ever
0: that I've seen. Yeah, that uh, last yeah. year,
1: and so I think day one he's much more pro ready. Whereas Herbert, you know, maybe in maybe next year we're going to be looking at this completely different where. You know, week 14, 15, he comes on and has. But I think, I think with Daniel Jones, even last year when he came out and he had a really good game, you're like, wow, Dave Gettleman knew what he was doing. And, and then, then he, all of a sudden, yeah. you're, you're like, ah, he's still just a young, young player. So
0: I agree with you there. Uh, we'll look at the rest of their draft class, kind of just hit the top names. They also, you know, they get Kenneth Murray, who is a, who is a linebacker, one of their weak spots, only ones on their defense. Um, and then they get Joshua Kelly, Joe Reed, uh, Alohi Gilman, and K.J. Hill. Uh, the first three picks are kind of what I'm going to look at. You know, We talked about Herbert already. Kenneth Murray, linebacker out of Oklahoma, and then Joshua Kelly is out of UCLA. Kelly is a fourth-round pick, plays running back. He's not going to challenge Eckler. He's going to be a compliment. He's a bigger guy, probably going to be a goal-line guy. Just, you know, he'll take some of the carries that Melvin Gordon vacated. Kenneth Murray, to me, I watched a lot on him. Some respected guys that, you know, that I really trust, like Seth Kaiser, watched a film of him. And the consensus was basically Murray was an athletic monster, could end up being the best linebacker in the class, or could bust just because his instincts don't seem to be there, his football knowledge. I'm not going to call him like, say he doesn't have it, it just doesn't seem to be where it needs to be, for a stud linebacker at the moment. So I'm looking at their draft class, and it could go one of two ways. They could hit on these guys, and they could just be stars, and then this team is probably the biggest challenge for the Chiefs for the next yeah. 10 years, yeah. or this could be a draft class that sets them back a couple of years because they wasted, you know, a pick on a guy like Herbert. And, well, and
1: yeah, Bennett. I mean, it, the the quarterbacks, it, it's hard with quarterbacks because yeah, so. you get a good one like the Chiefs. Next thing you know, you know, we could run the NFL for a couple years. You get a bad one. Like the Browns seem to always get or starting over, or, yeah.
0: All right, so we'll move on to the Raiders. Uh, I'll concede Chargers being last year just because they won five games last year, and I'll never pound my chest for any team in this division. I hope they all go, you know, lose every game. And so we'll get the Raiders next. Um, they had an interesting draft class, is what I'll call it. Uh, Henry Ruggs, I think, is a great player who went to the wrong team. Uh, yeah. He is a deep threat. Yeah, yeah, he has the ability to take screens to the house or slants. He's got that kind of game-breaking speed. But if he's not doing that, he's not going to be as effective as Raiders fans want because they don't have a quarterback who throws the ball downfield, and they just got the best deep threat in the class. Henry Ruggs to the Chiefs would have been a, a, a fever dream. I would have been. I would have went nuts. Henry yeah. Ruggs to the Raiders, and I'm like, I feel like he's going to be wasted there. Uh, the receivers in this class, one, it's so deep, and two, the guys that were like, scheme proof like a Judy or a CD they're going to be good no matter where they go
1: well that's I thought CD here made a lot of sense yes yeah, CD would have made a lot of sense because and, and yeah they they went rugs they I think they you, went know, the speed, and, and like you know and like we said it's like a snap like oh we got to compete with the Chiefs the Chiefs are fast let's be fast too yes
0: and so then they go and get Damon Arnett cornerback at Ohio State I didn't like this pick at all I'm not going to sit here and say I'm like a draft expert or a scout by any means, but I like to take in as much draft knowledge as I can. And there was no reliable expert that I saw. And this is like a compilation of like 10 guys that had Damon Arnett above guys
1: that were taken ahead of him. He was, you know. Well, this feels like one of those. We need a cornerback. Yeah, we're going to take the one we, you know, and it's the one they liked best. Yeah, but not the one
0: anyone else liked best. And I'm just wondering if they either know something we don't, or and two is to be fair to him, he played opposite Jeff Okuda, so he he did play in a big shadow. And you know, looking into it, he played injured last year. He was, you know, he was hurt and he played through it, so he's tough. But there was just so many, like Trayvon Diggs to the Cowboys in the second round. You know, a player like that makes sense. And he fell a little bit, so maybe, you know, team saw something we didn't, but I just I didn't really understand this pick. Uh round three, they got Lynn Bowden Jr. He's a wide receiver out of Kentucky, but he's gonna play running back for the Raiders. They said he's gonna just be a gadget kind of guy. Then they doubled down on receiver the third round and get Brian Edwards, round out the draft with Tanner Muse, John Simpson, and Amick Robertson. Which Amick Robertson at corner is not a bad pick for the Raiders. I like that one better than Damon Arnett. So and he was a fourth rounder. and he's a fourth rounder. So, uh, but basically, once again, like you said, we saw here they're loading up on corners and they're loading up on receivers because they're trying to combat the Chiefs and they added speed and they added playmakers for Derek Carr.
1: This could be you know, this is kind of off topic, but how many more years of Derek Carr are we going to see?
0: I think that, for me, this is the last one
1: because, I, yeah,
0: I said I don't think they drafted you know, the right fit for Henry Ruggs. And I think they're going to have a guy in there who's a better fit next year. I really do. I don't, I don't think we see Derek Harbaugh unless he comes out and lights it up. Of course, if he comes out and tears the league apart, sure. They're going to keep him. But if he, you know, mediocre after mediocre year, he doesn't have excuses anymore. He's got weapons. You got Josh Jacobs, first round running back, the first round receiver now.
1: Who's a stud? Yeah,
0: Darren Waller emerged, and you know they yeah. they tried the best they could to assemble a a competent line. They spent spit high draft capital on Colt Miller. They they yeah, gave him, man
1: they were streaky though last year. Like they'd have a good win and then they'd have a bad <laughs> a loss. bad loss. <laughs> so and this to me,
0: I was talking to somebody about it. I think this is the year the Raiders are going to have to tear it down. This is you know. They've been in this soft. Re- they've been in this weird limbo since that year that Derek Carr was quote gonna win MVP. Yeah, breaks his leg. Yeah, they lose the playoff game. They've been trying to find that magic. You know, they get Gruden in. They're like, ah, oh, that's the piece. And then it's just it's not coming together. And when they got Antonio Brown last year, I'm like, okay, this I, this makes sense. They're loading up. This is gonna make a run at it. Then you know all the craziness happens. And I'm looking at the roster up and down. Yeah, they added some guys in free agency like Nick Kowalski, the linebacker. Uh, from from Los Angeles, but they're not adding enough high quality pieces. They're yeah. adding good to solid players. They're not. They're not doing enough to catch up, and when you're not catching up, you're falling behind. In the NFL, if you're staying stagnant or just getting a little better, you're getting a lot worse. That's kind of the the adage goes. So after this season, I really think the the management's going to try to build around some of these younger guys they got from the Khalil Mack trade. I think they're going to try to get rid of Derek Carr his contract, and they're just going to start over because they're staring at a 10 to 15 year run of Mahomes. And when you're staring at that, you're not you're and you're not competing in the in the now. You have to start gearing up for three years down the line. Yeah. So, the next team we get to talk about a little bit here is the Denver Broncos, which I loved their draft. I just loved it because we're talking about adding speed. They went all in and did it the right way. They said, we got a young quarterback. We're going to see what you have. You're going to have zero excuses next year because we're going to draft you every weapon under the sun, and we're going to get some pieces for the defense to make sure it doesn't fall apart. Go get this thing, young kid. So, the Broncos draft Jerry Judy with their first pick. They double down on receiver with K.J. Hamler, who's a burner. They get cornerback uh, Mac um, Michael, I don't want to butcher the name, I think it's a moodier, and then Lloyd Cushionberry, who's a center out of LSU, and then they get Drew Locke's old weapon from Mizzou, big tight end, Albert O. And so just looking at this Denver roster, on offense, they have Cortland Sutton, uh, Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler. Tight end, Noah Fant, Albert O., Running back, Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, And then on the line, they got two, uh, you know, f- high to mid-round picks in Cushionberry and Reisner, and then Garrett Bowles was a high pick, but he just hasn't performed. But now they have high picks. And then in free agency, they lose Chris Harris, but turn around and get A.J. Bouye and trade for Drell Casey. So they just loaded up on talent everywhere and said, Drew, if you're the man, go be the man, because we gave you what you need to succeed yeah. next year and beyond.
1: They still don't win a game against us. I'm sorry. Really? You don't think so? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, Drew Locke, they beat up on bad teams. They did. And they didn't really show up against good teams. So, we'll, we'll see. see. That's we'll see.
0: that's the thing with them last year. They went 4-1 and one with Locke. Their loss was obviously us in the snowstorm. But they, I remember that day they put that that pounding on the Texans.
1: That was a pounding. It was
0: embarrassing, and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, is this the same Denver Broncos that we have, you know, eviscerated twice? Yeah. Like I get losing to the Chiefs, but you weren't competitive in either of those games. Yeah. And then you're over here just pounding the Texans into the ground, and the Texans, I mean, yeah, we put 51 on them in a playoff game. <laughs> But we obviously were down 24-0 at one point. They won the division. They won a playoff game against a good Bills team, and to just get embarrassed by that by the Broncos was, you know, that just kind of showed the potential that the Broncos kind of have yeah. under the new management. So,
1: man, they're I, they're definitely the most intriguing. I think we're gonna see, especially Drew Locke Now has the off season that's his. Yeah, I
0: like Drew, man. We're Mizzou guys. I'd love Drew, and so. I, I, I,
1: I hate the Broncos, but I love Drew. I'm sitting
0: there watching him. He does the Buzz Lightyear celebration. He's he, rapping he the Jeezy the rapping, lyrics on yeah. the sideline. He's he's it's a so funny hard guy. For me to hate him. And then they gave him weapons, and I was looking at his numbers. They weren't great, but over a full season, they're like almost I mean, Kyler Murray. esque yeah. like as far as the passing production goes. So. I mean, he's
1: my protege. How can I? How can <laughs> I hate him? Look off the safety. Him? How can I hate on All him? right, so just a little story time. Uh,
0: Brett. And I fr- think we've
1: told this story before, but it's worth a repeat. We have, and you know, it is worth a Every repeat. time we talk about Drew Locke, I'm always like, my guy.
0: My guy, Brett. Uh, this is just a short version. Um, we're from Columbia. That's where we live now, and that's where Drew played his college days at. And, and uh, upon his travels to, to certain events, Brett would stumble upon Drew Locke. Yes. And then it was usually in a bathroom, is what it I've was been usually-
1: told. Past PM, ten thirty PM.
0: Yeah, where there on a been, Friday. Yeah, or it, Saturday. Well past five o'clock everywhere. Yeah, and so Brett would always look at Drew. And
1: and here's the thing with <laughs> Drew, very recognizable. Oh yeah, like six five. I mean, he's got the face. Everybody knows. And it's face. on campus yeah. usually, oh, or yeah.
0: or in town. So you yeah.
1: people will whisper, "Hey, Drew Locke's here," and then you just start yeah. looking for him, and oh, he's yeah. not hard to miss. So. Which another side I saw Trey Young downtown. Yeah. Which was crazy. I didn't even believe it was him, but he also was very recognized. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. One of those Ice guys. Tray.
0: Zeke was in in Columbia like a couple years ago in the off yeah, season, and yeah. I was getting snaps from people out like in the area Zeke was at. It's like, look who it is, and he still looked like an Ewok with his crazy yeah, no, hairs.
1: He but back to the story. Oh yeah, yeah. I would see Drew here and there, and every time I'd see Drew, I would go up to him, you know, <laughs> shake his hand, whatever, dap him up as the kids say, and then uh, give him some football knowledge.
0: Look, and it was one line, Drew.
1: Look off those safeties, buddy. Look off
0: those safeties. Use your eyes to manipulate
1: the field. And he he did that a couple times last year. Yeah. I was trying to get him, you know, better. You know, moving defenders is an important part of being a quarterback.
0: I really like to believe that there's going to be one time. Because this happened, like, what, three or four times? Three or
1: four times, yeah.
0: when that happens in your life, even if you're Drew Locke and you meet a lot of people, you know, you remember the guy in the bathroom at the parties that always tells you to look off the safety. Yeah, in my head, just I, in my head, I like to believe that Drew Locke's gonna look off a safety once in an NFL game for a touchdown, and he's just gonna like that's gonna bring me back, bring you back. Just not maybe not remember your face or your name, but he's gonna be like, look off those safeties, look off those safeties, and he's just gonna give himself a little smile on the sideline and give a little silent thanks to that guy that he met at at all those events. So, so
1: sorry, Chiefs fans.
0: Yeah, if he does it against us, you can blame Brett here. If the honey badger
1: is is running right <laughs> and, and Court Courtland Sutton's run left, or
0: Judy or Hamler now, or, yeah. or Alberto, man, that I really like my fault. Back to actual like draft talk, I really like Alberto. Like I well, think- he
1: was supposed to be a first rounder at the beginning of the year. They had projected him to the Cowboys. And then, at, like, whatever, 15th or whatever yeah, they Yeah, and then
0: Mizzou goes through a really weird year of football. Kelly Bryant is the quarterback. Went
1: undrafted. Yeah. Didn't, he was supposed to be big time coming and, out of Clemson. And nothing
0: happened, and he just wasn't – Albert O wasn't getting the looks he was getting like he was the year before Drew Locke. Yeah. Falls to the fourth. This dude's 6'5", 260, ran a 4'4", four, four something at the Combine. Yeah. It's insane to me. Yeah. So big I, time. He played with Drew in, in college, so I really think that can no be a And no fans of Beast, there.
1: too, so they –
0: Oh, for sure. And, you know, Albert O's not there to kick Noah Fan out because he's only been there a year. Albert O's there to to just add, you know, to, yeah. to just even more. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, draft talk. I always love doing it. Love seeing how the team's depth chart looks. You're yeah. always hopeful about what the guys you got. Obviously, like 80% of these guys aren't going to be in the league yeah. in a couple of years, you know, so – uh, that's always fun, but we actually have the schedule coming up here in a minute. So we're, me and Brett are gonna take a look, cruise through that, and we're gonna talk about just some of the games we have highlighted, and really just get into a quick little what it's gonna look like to play those games. So, all right, we uh, we we waited around a few moments and we got the live schedule. So we're, I'll just go ahead and read through the uh, the the thing real quick. So we have opening night, Thursday night football, gets the Texans. And then we have the Chargers at home, or at, sorry, excuse me, at Los Angeles. Then we're at Baltimore, home against New England. Uh, That's the first stretch. Then we go home against the Raiders, at Buffalo, at Denver, home against the Jets, uh, home against the Panthers, at, I about said at Oakland, at Las Vegas.
1: Mm, And the the Darth Vader dome. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: And then at Tampa versus the Broncos at home. At Miami, at New Orleans, and then we finish the season off with a two-game home stand against the Falcons and the Chargers. So just right off the bat, uh, that first four is brutal. Brutal. It's uh, three of the eight division winners in the NFL. We have them. We got the Texans. Well, uh, three
1: of the seven because we were one yeah, of Yeah, because
0: we're one. Yeah, three of the seven possible we could play. We have the Texans, the Ravens, and the, and the Patriots. Obviously, no Tom Brady for the Patriots, but still a talented roster with Bill Belichick, so it's not an easy game to To start off the year. So let's just go ahead and let's just highlight. I don't know you wanted to do. Let's do that. The uh, win-loss. Yeah. Let's do win-loss. Well, let's do
1: just a quick little summary and then a win-loss. Quick through.
0: Uh, Houston. We we lost against
1: Houston in the regular season last year. That was kind of a fluke game. I also agree. We're coming off a... Super Bowl. It's come win. off Super Bowl. Win. We're gonna win that game. Or it game.
0: could be like that one year where uh the Patriots were coming off, Chiefs played them opening night. And smashed. And we and we just scored like twenty in the fourth quarter, and then they ended up going doing a lot better than us that year.
1: Yeah. But uh no uh,
0: like win, win against the Texans, uh against the Chargers at home.
1: Or, I like you, that. once again at I like LA. that win because Justin Herbert's gonna be green as could be Oh yeah. The rent will be collected that day. Market Whoa, market mark down, down. Mark quick it down. quick
0: prediction. All right. At Baltimore on Monday Night Football. That's the first circle. That's the first circle. I think circle. Lamar
1: Jackson gets his first one against us. You do?
0: Day. You think a 2-1 two, two to start He's off? just,
1: yeah. I, it's going to be hard to win that game. I think they, they, speaking of roster upgrades, we just talked about the AFC West, but I think one of our biggest threats is them. They had a great draft. And they had a great draft. They had a great draft. So,
0: they got two players. I thought the Chiefs were going to be high. If the Chiefs probably could swap the first two picks with the Ravens picks, Patrick Queen and then JK Dobbins they probably would. Yeah. Because we, we ended up going linebacker second, running back first. They might have they might take that trade just cuz we think Patrick Quinn's going to be a great player. So, uh moving on, I'll agree with the L there. So we're two and one going in or going into a game against New England.
1: I think that's a win. I I just I don't know. It it's just a new look Patriots. Yeah. It's going to be weird.
0: Um, I don't want to go two-win heavy just off the bat. Obviously, injuries are a big deal about this, too. So, we're getting into week four where they could start taking shape. I'll give us a win there, too. And then we have a game versus the Raiders. Win. Win. That's a home
1: noon game. Actually, what is that, week five? So, that's going to be like a perfect October day. Yep.
0: On October 11th. So, yep. Well, I'll give that's you the a, win there, too.
1: Four win. and one. Oh, yeah. 10-11. Yeah.
0: Then, on a short week, Thursday Night Football... At Buffalo, that's a tough
1: game. That is a tough game. That's a tough game. That Short week on the road. Bills Nation
0: or Bills, Bills, Mof- Bills Mafia. Mafia?
1: Yeah, I knew that didn't sound right. Bills Mafia. The tables are going to be broken. I'll well, give us.
0: I'll give us an L there. I'll t- I, I'll, I'll take an L. You're going to lose, yeah. lose some games. You're going to lose I'll take it. Yep. I'll take an L. But then we get rested up and we get to go to Denver.
1: See, I don't know. Might take an L there too. To be honest,
0: I, if it wasn't coming off a little mini bye that I a would mini as well. Buy. But, uh, I'll give us a
1: W. That's a, that's a, that's a Two tweener. losses, That's a tweener yeah. for me.
0: Yeah, it's same, but if, if it was like a normal game or like even a short week, I probably would have went L, but coming off the long rest, I think we have a good shot at, at beating Denver. Um, versus the Jets, that's noon game. Dub. Dub, Sammy Easy. D, seeing ghosts. Yeah. Ghost boy. He's gonna be See, this getting is, his
1: rent collected by a ghost.
0: So then we have Carolina coming up. I give us a W there. i yeah, Teddy I like B the and Dub. McCaffrey. But I
1: think we can bottle up McCaffrey. And then at Oakland? Dub. Dub. I think we sweep the Raiders again.
0: At Tampa? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give the loss to the, the Bills and the, the Ravens. We're going to win against some good teams. I'm yeah. going to give us the win against yeah. Tampa, but then coming off an emotional win, the loss to the Broncos. Okay. At On primetime? On at home, prime, prime time. time. We're gonna, Sunday night. We're going to lose to the Broncos. They're going to come in there. What do you arrowhead. think about
1: this? What do you think about we're losing to the Broncos, and then Mahomes throws a left-handed pass. <laughs> let come back. No, he, he throws a behind-the-back pass. He's done the oh, left-handed yeah. thing before.
0: Batman can throw it behind his back. Yeah, so I'm going to give a loss to the Broncos, and then we go to Miami. That's that's better for Miami. Trap game. <laughs> <Yeah>, Trap. <laughs> that's better for Miami there because they do get to uh, – Presumably later in the season against us, rather than a Green Herbert like you said. Yeah, I still, I'm we're more
1: talented. Yeah, yeah. Well, yep. I'll give us the win. Well, they traded everything last year.
0: This is the last game. It's going to be weird. I don't want to predict another twelve and four season, but I might because the Saints
1: at New Orleans
0: They're in tough the dome. To beat. Yeah,
1: I don't know. We might have seen the best Saints team come and gone.
0: You're right, or we might see it next year. Yeah, because Drew was I, still playing at a like, high level.
1: It's like uh, the Patriots. You know, they were teetering and tottering on being not very good, yeah. but they kept being all right, and now I think, you know, they're time. We'll see.
0: I'll on. give us a loss. You going to give us a win?
1: I'm going to give us a win there. All right,
0: so and then we finish off the season a two-game I mean, home stand. I mean, Mahomes in, the in a structure. dome. We saw that. It wasn't as great as it we thought. It wasn't that great. So, yeah. We still got the dub, though. I want to know. Mahomes gets <laughs> to play in a dome every year now because of the – twice a year because the Chargers moved to a new place.
1: Are they moving? Did they move out of the StubHub Center?
0: Well, no, but the, I mean the LA Stadium's going to be opening up. So far, they're cheering them. Oh, Rams, correct, yeah, right? yeah, 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 So
1: we're going to get two great
0: stadium games for a year now. Oh, that's going to be—it's be, like the
1: NFC. Yeah, man. we're going to be feeling good. We're going to be in a dome all the time.
0: And so then we finish off two game home stand: Falcons, Chargers, win, win. The only—I'll put a asterisk next to the uh, Chargers at the end of the year. If, we always play the Chargers week
1: 17 is always. that a thing is that a thing that they're, has to be done
0: th- No they're the NFL's trying to make division games always at the end of the year so they try to pick the team they think is going to be the biggest threat so there's like Cowboys Eagles for the division or or something like that I don't think that game's meant anything in
1: a while it I guess it.
0: it did mean something this year Well just for us not for the Chargers yeah. but seeding wise yeah. you know so but yeah um if, that was a great day. If we beat the Saints Working and we're up thirteen to two, or, uh, and we're thirteen and two at that point, then I think we lose to the Chargers because we rest.
1: Yeah. If we are like, who's our backup QB this year?
0: It's gonna be Henny again, or Jordan Teamu, the throwing Samoan from the XFL BattleHawks. Oh yeah, fan. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. We signed another QB though.
0: She- Shea Patterson. Yeah. I hate Shea. He's yeah. terrible. I watched him in Michigan. And I hated him. Yeah. So he'll okay. be a camp arm, but. <laughs> Te'amu's got a chance, man. I watched a lot of XFL, watched a lot of Battlehawks. I wrote a piece on uh, KCKingdom.com, uh, self-plug, if you want to go check that out on uh, Te'amu's short and long-term potential. that's uh, That just came up naturally in conversation, but I did cover that. This year I think Henny's going to be the backup, though. Te'amu's more of a long-term backup project. So. so we get to
1: see Henny. Maybe those guys that were trying to get Henny as a starter, maybe they'll come back.
0: Oh maybe yeah. Remember that the training camp guys. Yeah, that'll be fun. We can do it'll probably be Chad Henne throwing to Demarcus Robinson and Robinson's gonna have that Albert Wilson game. Remember Mahomes first game? Oh yeah. And it was the backups in and Albert yeah. Wilson had like
1: 140 yards. The Sherman game.
0: And the, yeah, and the they, sausage the game. sausage game. And then Wilson cashed in and signed with the Dolphins for like 10 million dollars because of that game. So and then he broke his leg. Yeah, Robinson's on a one year deal. I'm, that's that's gonna be the the fourth wide receiver for the Chiefs getting paid somewhere else. Game. He's gonna go off. There with we Chad go. Henney, so. That snap reaction to the schedule. Uh just quick little just nuggets. We have five primetime games. That'll be the opener against the Texans, then Baltimore uh at Buffalo and then at Las Vegas and what was the last one? Versus Denver. So only one of those two of those primetimes of the five are going to be at home. So three primetime games on the road. Still going to see a lot of Chiefs, still a lot of flex opportunity. Yeah. I think maybe that Tampa Bay week 12 game. I think that's when the I don't is. know. Start yeah. coming in, so we might. I see don't know that.
1: how, the, and they said that didn't even get consideration for prime time, yeah, which so, is kind of weird. If both those but. teams
0: are great records, and, and can you imagine? Yeah. So that might. Can you imagine? That might be a
1: flex opportunity. The Gronk, Brady revenge game. I would love to beat them. Bad. I would
0: love to just whip them. I, yeah. and not only just whip
1: them. I want them to be like ten and oh when we go in. There. We sign Eric Berry the week before.
0: Oh, and just let him just cover let Gronk one on one again. Yeah. All right, so Snap Reactions, uh, the primetime games. We start off, you know, it looks like we don't have a ton of back-to-back road games, which is good. I'm looking at the schedule right now, and I'm seeing one back-to-back, two back-to-back, three back-to-back road games. So it's not ideal, but it's like... One of them is the Jets and one of them is the Dolphins. So when we're on our back-to-back road games, we're getting some some lesser opponents. And then the two-game homestand to end the season is always good. You always want to end at home, and we get to end uh, there at home there at the end of the year. So uh, so as, as I'm looking at it, it's a tough schedule, but we're also the Super Bowl champs. So we're playing a first-place schedule. And you gotta beat good teams to be good. And, you know, like teams like Buffalo are considered good teams, but they're teams we should beat. Teams like Tampa, I like Tampa with Brady, but their defense still isn't like amazing. It's just it's improved over there, but they, they still have some question marks at corner and that's not a not a position you wanna have question marks when you're playing the Chiefs. At Ravens, that's the one I have circled already. And the fact we get to see it in week three, I'm pretty stoked about. Oh, yeah. mahomes Lamar. That's going to be electric. Part three, you know. And, yeah. And this time they get it in Baltimore because both games have been close, I guess. The second one was closer than a – it wasn't as close as it looked. Yeah. Because they kind they of yeah. storm back. Yeah. But that first game...
1: Oh, they threw, they did some crazy things at the end of that game. Oh, those
0: just Hail Mary after <laughs> Hail Mary type throws. Yeah. Willie Sneed going up and yeah. getting the ball on like 4th of 15. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. But we ended up winning that one by, by five points. We won the first game in overtime against him. So, that was a crazy game. Both at Kansas City. This one's at Baltimore. You know, Lamar gets a shot. But here's the thing. Patrick goes up 3-0 over Lamar. It's... Ooh. Come the talk on. is over. It's over. It's like stop. It's at this point. Yeah. If he goes into MNT Bank Stadium and just and just gets a dub there, then then it's kind of time to, to quiet. So what down do we have? Twelve
1: bit. and four? Is that what we have? Uh
0: you had thirteen and three because I had us losing to the Saints you didn't.
1: Okay. Yeah, I like that.
0: Thirteen and it's about time we Colin,
1: uh, old Colin Cowturd took the under on eleven and a half. Eleven and a half cheese. wins,
0: yeah. I saw a uh Cynthia Foreland, she's an NFL analyst. She does a lot of, like, numbers and analytics, and she has a bunch of algorithms and models. She did her early season algorithm. She always, you know, as teams get more numbers and training camp and stuff, it's more accurate towards the beginning of the season. But her algorithm had the Chiefs at, like, the second or most wins at, like, 11.7. So. 12. 12, kind of basically where we're at in that range, so that's good. And I saw something. The Chiefs have, like, the 18th strength of schedule. Which means it's like what the fourteenth easiest that how the match shakes up. Sure, it's not top. It's yep. not one of the hardest schedules right. as of now. We'll see how teams progress. So that's good to see. You know, uh, you know who has the hardest strength to schedule this year?
1: Who?
0: You'll for the first time in a while. It's the Patriots and Tommy <laughs> Tommy Bolt's town. Tom's like peace. Tom's like oh hard schedule this year. I'm out. Sorry. So Tom that,
1: needs that humidity for those joints.
0: Oh man, the old man joints. Oh yeah. I will say. Tampa Bay, did you hear about all that? Uh-uh. Him trademarking the phrase Tampa Bay, that's hilarious. Wow. Yeah, that's funny.
1: Why not Tampa Tom?
0: Well, because, it, you know, it it's his bad. town, Tampa Bay. Yeah, it does sound stupid. Tampa Bay is terrible. And then he, people were making fun of him for it. He tweeted out, he's like, well, it was just a missed opportunity for Jew Orleans, and he tagged Drew Brees in it because they're in the same division now. So, seeing them play twice a year is going to
1: I was just, I didn't even <laughs> think
0: about that. Yeah, seeing them play twice a year is going to be awesome. So, We'll and, see.
1: Yeah. Jameis is back up, which sucks. Oh, man. I love Jameis. Uh, One million a And he's year. coming straight off LASIK, too. And yeah, no he one's can even see get, now, I know, No that's one's even going to give him a chance.
0: All right. Well, I think that's all we got for you this week. We're back on the grind. We'll be back. Uh, I think because we didn't really have a chance to d- dive into the Chiefs draft, we're going to talk a little bit about Chiefs draft um, next week. We're going to just kind of keep our ear to the ground and do news and stuff. We might start doing some lists like Chiefs all-time players, all-time Chiefs games, Ooh, stuff like yes, that. Yes, yes, We're going to start doing some content like that. So we're going to try to keep it fresh for you. Uh, we're going to be bringing back the, the movie trailer segments. We're going to be branching out, doing some fun stuff with that this year. So, so we're glad to be back. Uh, check us out every week on spreaker apple podcasts google podcasts wherever you get your stuff uh this week every every episode of the pod is going to have a an article to go with it so this week i'll be breaking down just the chiefs primetime games i'm going to be looking at those and ranking those based off importance watchability excitement excitement level excitement ability uh spoiler alert baltimore's probably gonna be pretty high even though it's early week so so we'll see how those shake out um you know, we're really excited to be doing this thing. We have a lot of fun stuff planned this year. and We're back, you know, happy to be back on a horse. So.
1: Oh, the Chiefs Bills one battle of the fan bases. Oh, that's gonna. You know, oh
0: man, I'm telling you, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, uh, just Bills fans going through tables. Chiefs fans yeah. just being loudest. cooking barbecue. Oh, just the, and and Bills fans having wings. Like, mm-hmm. look at us. You know, we're like, no, look at us. That's two fan bases. That's,
1: like, I'd say two of the best fan bases. Hey,
0: that's two fan bases that could be best friends or hate each other. Like
1: when you yeah. meet, it's like the thing is I have nothing against the Bills, well, so it, I I love Bills fans. It's
0: like those sitcom episodes where the main cast you see another group of friends that look just like them, and so like if it for friends for example, you know you see a guy named Ross and the other friend group's got a guy named Boss. He's a nerdy archaeologist too. That's yeah. kind of us with Bills Bills exactly. fans. It's like yeah. looking at him, I see us. You know, just crazy, loud, a lot of heartbreak, but a lot of historical success as far yeah. as like yeah, so. They, so, have,
1: they have some heartbreak.
0: Good food. Barbecue versus wings. You know, it'll be fun. So, I'm excited to do this, but I'm glad we're back to back Poor to this playoff together.
1: success. Poor Super Bowl success. <sighs> you know? The Chiefs
0: are two and three in Super Bowls now, though.
1: No, I'm talking about the, like, we have poor playoff success. They have poor, they have poor, they have poor Super, Super Bowl, Bowl success. success.
0: Well, lack of success, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah well, no, they,
1: no success. They went to four in a row. That's rough. And didn't win a single Sorry, one. But, man, I can't <laughs> fathom that. Oh, my God. The dynasty. That never was, but that never be. was.
0: All right, but we're going to get out of here. Uh, we'll see you guys next week, and uh, hopefully, you start enjoying the content we keep pushing out for you. Peace.